brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Settle back, get a good grip on your nerves. Where are we going? You'll find out when we get there. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Your host here, Dakota. And today we get into a play from a brand new program here on the podcast called The Creaking Door. The Creaking Door was an old radio program that featured horror and suspense plays. It originated in South Africa. The series aired between 1964 and 1965. 42 episodes still exist, and the stories are similar to The Inner Sanctum. They rely heavily on mysticism and the supernatural. In fact, some people think that The Creaking Door was a sort of spinoff of The Inner Sanctum. The Creaking Door was sponsored by State Express 3-5 Cigarettes. It was hosted by Maurice Tarplin. Now, Maurice Tarplin, interesting thing about him, he played the voice of the strange Dr. Weird, and that was a radio program that we will get into later on the show. But he also played the Inspector, Inspector Faraday, on the Dick Calmer run of the Boston Blackie show. And there again, we will get into that 
program later down the road as well. All right, everybody. Well, let's go ahead and get into today's play. This is from The Creaking Door, The White Scarf Strangler. Hey, guys, almost forgot to tell you, but before we get into this little disclaimer here, this play in particular was in pretty bad shape quality-wise. This just had very, very poor quality, and I did a lot to it to try to help with that problem, and it did help, and I'll show you after the play today, I'll show you the difference between the original and what I did to it, but even after doctoring it up a little bit, it's still a little bit rough to listen to. So thank you for your patience, and I think that is still definitely listenable. So having said that, sit back and enjoy The White Scarf Strangler. this world of ours, and ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in spine chillers. The Creaking Door. Manufacturers of State Express 3.5 Filter King cigarettes take pleasure in presenting The Creaking Door. State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders. And the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today.
along the sandy shoreline, police patrol cars move slowly through the thick mist in their search for an unknown killer. A mysterious man wearing a white scarf who has already strangled three women.
editorial. Miss Winston? Yes. You're the one who wrote those articles about the strangler. Yes, that's me. Well, if you want some more information for your stories, drive out to Ronson Point immediately. Who's speaking? The man in the white scarf has just claimed his fourth victim. What? What did you say? Alec, get on the other phone quickly. All right. Call the police. Ask them to trace the call. All right. Now, would you please tell me again what it was you said? Are you saying that another murder has taken place? Hello? Hello? Oh, don't bother about the call, Alec. He hung up. What's it all about, does he? He's strangled in the white scarf. What? The man on the phone gave me a tip on the fourth victim. It may be a crank, but I'm going to make sure. Ransom Point, he said. Dorothy, you can't go out there, but don't you realize that it might have been the straggler himself who telephoned you? I wanted to get even with you for the stories you wrote. Yes, Alec. It has occurred to me. And that's the reason we're going out to Ronson Point right away. After all, it must have been the strangler. You've got it. A white scarf coming around their neck. Strangled the same way as the others. You'd better call the police. Yes, sir. It's the same Perhaps Dr. Hirschman was right after all. Who's Dr. Hirschman? A psychiatrist. He has a theory that the strangler either visited or read a great deal about Northern India. India? What's that got to do with murders? Three years ago, there was a cast who killed their enemies by strangling them with strips of white cloth. The cloth was knotted and pulled in the same manner as that white scarf around the woman's throat. Just a moment. Over there. Where? Behind that row of trees. I thought I saw something move. Something white. Oh, Alec. I'm not sure, but we're not taking any chances. Come on. This isn't the way to the car. I know. So where are you taking me? That light over there through the bushes. Into the house? Yes, perhaps. Let's run for it. Strange sound. I wonder what it is. I don't know. It seems to be an animal of some kind. Never heard anything like it before. That's my pet tiger. (laughs) You live here? Yes. With my brother. We're we're looking for a telephone now. I'm Dorothy Winston, a a reporter from the Tribune. I don't care where you're from. You're trespassing on private grounds. You'll please leave immediately. But someone's been murdered. She found her body on the beach. You will do as I told you. Get off these grounds. My brother is ill. Much too ill to be. Wallace! Wallace! Go back to the house, Ralph. Oh, Wallace, I've been looking for you. Where have you been? You know very well I've been out here feeding the tiger. I thought perhaps you went back to the place Ralph, where the... You shouldn't be out here. You know what the doctor said about the night here. I'll go back to the house. But who are these people, Wallace? The young lady is a reporter, Ralph. A reporter from the Tribune. I'd like to use your phone, but your brother won't let me. I didn't want to disturb you, Ralph. I won't be disturbed. Then I suppose it's all right to make the call now, Mr... Grimsdale. They will. We'll take you to it. Come along. 
you're a reporter, I suppose you want to phone your paper about it. Wallace, my arm, you're hurting. Forgive me now, if I, if I held you too tightly. You know how unsteady you've been lately. I, I didn't want you to fall. You squeezed my arm because you didn't want me to talk. Now, really, Ralph, you have these people believing I'm some sort of monster. You're free to say anything you please. You know that. Say anything you wish. I... I... You see, you've nothing to say. Oh, Wallace, please forgive me. I'm just upset because you left me alone so much tonight. But I haven't left you alone, Ralph. I don't know why you say such things. I've been in the house with you all evening. Don't you remember? Oh, oh, yes. Now I remember. You've been with me all evening in the house. I think you're strong enough now to take uh, these people to the phone. I'm going to go outside a while and finish feeding my pet. Yes, Wallace. This way, please. You go with this gentleman, Alec. Uh, but not here. Please, Alec. Telephone for me. All right. Hurry. <laughs> what do you find to be so amusing, Mr. Grimsley? I find the obvious very amusing, Miss Winston. You stay behind to watch me. Isn't that correct? Yes, in a way. Don't you think you're acting a bit rash? Perhaps, but... But that pet tiger of yours out there fascinates me. Oh? It's quite a rare species of tiger, isn't it? I didn't realize you're an expert. I have reason to know about that particular breed of tiger. Reason? You have been to India, haven't you? No. You're lying. I'd be a bit more careful of what I said if I were you, Miss Winston. You're not fooling me, Mr. Grimsdale, with that alibi of yours. Now, look here. You were on the beach earlier this evening. Ridiculous. You changed your seat. You've changed it because the other one had a piece torn out of it. I found that piece on the beach, next to that woman's body. Now you are lying. Am I? For your information, Mr. Grimsdale, I have that torn piece right here in my hand. Give it to me. Oh, I can't. my throat. Open your hand. Oh, don't open it. Oh, wait. All right, I'll open it. <laughs> I knew you were lying. There's nothing in your hand. Of course not. But I found out what I wanted to know. No? What are you talking about? The way you knotted my scarf, Mr. Greensdale, and the way you tightened it around my throat. That's all I wanted to know. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, 
not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. and her boyfriend weren't really clever, were they? As they say in the classics, a torn suit on the beach is worth two in a tiger's cage. But let us proceed with our tale. What are you doing here? Good evening for you. I suppose it's your turn to keep catching me now, is it? Dottie told me you tried to choke her with the scarf. Why did you run away? You knew I called the police to run away. <laughs> really? Here you're talking nonsense. I have nothing to fear from the police. Where do you think you're going? I'm going back to the house to tell them the news. What news are you talking about, Grimsdale? The fact that you and Miss Winston are outrageous liars. What? I looked all along this section of the beach. I found no trace of a woman's body. You're just saying that. It's a trick you're trying to pull. The body's over there by those rocks and you know it. Lying, am I? Then go and see for yourself. I will. Believe me, Lancey. You're just wasting your time. It's gone. What did you do with the body, Grinsdale? What? Where did he go, Joe? Where did he go? You seem very much at ease, Mr. Grimsdale, for a man who has so little time to live. Oh, I don't know, Miss Winston. I have an idea I'll live longer than you will. Do you think it's a little late for you to threaten me? Miss Winston, you're meddling in something that shouldn't concern you. Alec Lancy was my fiancé. You'd do better to let the police capture his murderer. They already have. They won't keep me here another 24 hours. And when I'm free, Miss Winston... Oh, you won't frighten me. Janice Craig's body was found this morning. In a clump of bushes. Very interesting. What is You can go now. But, but you can't let this man go. 
Now, look, miss. I've got my instructions. This way, Grimstone. Just a moment. Oh, you uh, have something else to say, Miss Winston? I haven't given up, Mr. Greenbill. I prove that you murdered Alec and the others. It's the last thing I ever do. I see. Oh, Miss Winston, who knows? It might very well be the last thing you will ever do. you're here. I was afraid you wouldn't come. You said it was a matter of life and death. Oh, it is, believe me. My brother Wallace lied to the police, and he made me lie for him, too. What do you mean? He told you and the police he was in the house with me all evening, but he wasn't. I was the one who telephoned you that night. I thought it was your voice, but I wasn't sure. Go on. Wallace was out with Janice that night. I saw them walk toward the beach. Why did you call me instead of the police? I was afraid to call the police. Afraid of what Wallace might do to me. He, he, he told me if he thought I was talking to you like this. But I just had to tell someone. I just had to. But your brother told you why he wanted you to lie for him? Yes. But I didn't believe him. What reason did he give He said he had nothing to do with Janice's murder. But there was no way of proving his innocence. He was afraid he would be found guilty if I didn't do as he told me. Tell me, Ralph. Your brother's been to India, hasn't he? Why do you ask me that? Please answer my question. Yes. We lived in the Punjab for five years. I thought so. When we saw the tiger in that cage, I... What's the matter? The tiger. It isn't random. The cage is empty. Your brother must have taken it away. Yes, Miss Winston. I did. Wallace. I took it away because, unfortunately, it's dead. It was shot. (laughs) Wallace, uh, I... What do you say, Joe, Ralph? I didn't say anything. Not anything. Go into the house immediately. Now, wait a minute. Are you making it again, Miss Winston? I'm going to protect the crime of key witness in the case against you, Mr. Grimsdale. So, Ralph. You told her. Yes. Yes, I told her. I told her everything. I don't care what you do to me. I don't care because I... Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Don't you give an order to anyone, Mr. Goldberg. Put that gun away, you fool. Don't you dare move. I promise if you do, I'll fire. Ralph, hurry. Call the police. I'll keep him here until the police arrive. Ralph, don't do it. Call the police, I say. He'll kill you too if you don't. Yes. Yes, he will. I call him right away. Ralph. Ralph, come back. He'll be back, Mr. Grimsdale. With the teeth. You're making a mistake. There's no mistake about you now. Not after what your brother told you. For all you know, I may just have been trying to protect Ralph. It's obvious how strange he is. It's too late to blame it on him. But I'm innocent. And I can prove it if you'd only give me half a chance. Like the chance you gave my aunt? I wasn't anywhere near Lansing when he was killed. I ran away and left him alone on the beach. And I suppose the same thing happened with Janice Crane. I was in love with Janice. I was going to marry her. Ralph was always afraid that he'd be left alone. You can't make me believe that, Mr. Grimsdale. Just give me some kind of a chance, Miss Winston. Before it's too late for both of us. I admit I was with Janice at night. But I didn't do it. 
I couldn't have done it. What do you mean, couldn't have? I'll show you why. If you go with me to the place, Helen. Do you think I'm that foolish? I know, Miss Winston. You want to find your fiancé's murderer. You'll never find a clear fatal victim to me. Please. Please. Give me a chance to prove to you who the real killer is. Before it's too late. All right, Mr. Greenberg. I'll give you just this one chance. Just about here on the beach. Go on. Janice was frightened. She had good reason to do Please. He says you'll give me a chance to explain. Right, he did. But remember, I'll fire this gun on the slightest provocation. Janice had just made mention of the mysterious strangler. She felt a sudden chill. So I placed my scarf over her shoulders. A white scarf? Yes, I've always had a preference for white scarves. Like the one you're wearing now? Huh? Uh, didn't realize I'd put it on this evening. Perhaps, Mr. Grimsdale, you do many things you don't realize. You think I'm insane? You don't have much time left, Mr. Grimsdale. Go on with your explanation. But as I said, I took off my scarf and placed it over Janice's shoulders like this. No, you don't. But, Miss Winston... Get your hands away from me. But I... Put that scarf back where it is. Very well. But I only wanted to show you what happened. I knew it would be something like this, Mr. Grimsdale. I knew you wanted to get me down here on the beach so you could kill me like you did the other five No, no, Miss Winston, that isn't the reason. Out of those five people, Janice was the only one I knew. I couldn't possibly have a motive for killing the others. They were total strangers to me. Psychopathic murderers very often kill without motive. Yes, I know. That's why I wanted to tell you about Ralph. A person like him might kill only for the thrill it gives him. Do you have anything more to do? Yes, just one more thing. Janice told me that she'd lost her bag. I started back along the beach to look for it. Yes? It was difficult finding anything because of the flower. I went about a hundred yards. Yes? And I gave up the search. I returned here and found Janice strangled to death with my scarf. I returned to the house immediately because I knew I'd be blamed for this. Yes. What is it? Over there, beside the rock. It looks like a woman's handbag. Come on. Back. It's Janice's missing bag. You better pick it up, Miss Winston. No, no. You pick it up. You still don't believe me. Pick it up, I said. All right. I will. I don't know why you don't trust me now. You have the gun and nothing to... I knew you couldn't resist another victim, Miss Winston. I knew. That's where you're wrong, Mr. Greenfield. Entirely wrong. There are other ways of committing murder. I just wanted to feel the scarf tighten around your neck just for a moment. Get up. And I knew it was you. I just had to pull this. How did you know? That night I ran from the beach. I saw a woman at the edge of the woods. A woman wearing a white scarf like you're wearing now, Miss Winston. I followed you back to town to your office. That's where the police were wrong. They were looking for a man, and all the time it was a woman. But they'll never know. After I kill you with a gun with which I killed the tiger, it'll be all over. There'll be no more strength. No, Miss Winston. You couldn't stop killing any more than you can stop breathing. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'll tell the police you tried to murder me like you did the others, and I had to shoot you in self-defense. After the gunshot, it'll all be over. Finished. Oh! <laughs> 
I had to wait, Wallace, until you'd moved out of the line of fire. Oh, oh she's dead. Yes, well, just as she said. After the gunshot, it will be all over. Completely finished. of State Express 3-5 Filter King Cigarettes invite you to listen next Saturday at 9 o'clock when they will again present The Creaking Door As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right. Well, so th this is one of my favorites, and I wish the audio quality was a little bit better on this, but honestly, what you just heard is after I tried to doctor it up and clean it up and improve it. So the original is even worse than that. For example, here's a sample of the play in its original form before I doctored it up. That's where the police were wrong. They were looking for a man, and all the time it was a woman. But they'll never know. After I kill you with a gun with which I killed the tiger, it'll be all over. There'll be no more strength. No, Miss Winston. You couldn't stop killing any more than you can stop breathing. I know exactly what I'm doing. And, of course, here's a sample of the audio after I doctored it up. 
That's where the police were wrong. They were looking for a man, and all the time it was a woman. But they'll never know. After I kill you with a gun with which I killed the tiger, it'll be all over. There'll be no more strangers. No, Miss Winston. You couldn't stop killing any more than you can stop breathing. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'll tell the police you tried to murder me like you did the others. And I had to shoot you in self-defense. Now I'm going to play them back to back and just switch from the old audio right into after I doctored it up and let you see back to back. That's where the police were wrong. They were looking for a man and all the time it was a woman. But they never knew. After I kill you with a gun. That's where the police were wrong. They were looking for a man and all the time it was a woman. But they never knew. After I kill you with a gun with which I killed the tiger, it'll be all over. There'll be no more strangers. No, Miss Winston. You couldn't stop killing any more than you can stop breathing. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'll tell the police you tried to murder me like you did the others. You couldn't stop killing any more than you can stop breathing. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'll tell the police you tried to murder me like you did the others. And I had to shoot you in self-defense. But I try to do my best to EQ and use the tools that I have to, to optimize the audio. Sometimes it's just very difficult to, to get great results because the audio is just so degraded. But um, anyways, I really like this play. You know, just the dude's voice is just creepy as all get out. And they really cast suspicion on him just because he has such a creepy sounding voice. Just like in many of the other plays of this era and some of the others that we've listened to, um, they had a plot twist there at the end we found out that the White Scarf Strangler was the last person we ever would have thought it would have been, uh, the girl reporter. The way that they wrote this, they had us all thinking and believing that it was this guy with the creepy-sounding voice. But they come out of left field just like they did, or just like they do in so many of these, and they come out of left field with a plot twist at the very end, just like in the, in the last episode we listened to, Voice on the Wire. And you just, you got to love these plot twists at the end like that. I mean, just so much good creative writing. Um, There in the very beginning when the guy is there and then he walks away and then the girl gets strangled. They all, you know, obviously everyone thinks it's him, right? And the, uh, the guy's brother, I believe, he was casting suspicion on him as well, saying, you know, he wasn't at the house and said to be at the house or whatever. And so everyone was literally casting suspicion on this guy. And then at the end, plot twist, we found out it's the girl. And so very nice creative play here. This guy's voice is just so creepy sounding that, you know, like I said, everyone would have thought it was him probably. Murdered on the beach. So that's what's bothering you. It's only natural, isn't it? Mm. How do we know who may be near us in this fog? 
do know what's playing my head. <laughs> my Janice, my darling, that's what makes life interesting. Not knowing what lies ahead. The next step, the next minute. Wallace, please, I'm getting chilly. Well, why didn't you say so? And the girl just does such a good job of pretending to be innocent, pretending to be scared. Well, not that girl, but the girl, the reporter girl. You know, she does such a good job pretending that she's innocent, that she's not the kind of person that could be someone like this. And then we find out there at the end, the real, you know, the truth. Janice's missing bag. Here, pick it up, Miss Winston. No, no. You pick it up. You still don't believe me. Pick it up, I said. All right. I will. I don't know why you don't trust me now. You have the gun and nothing to... I knew you could resist another victim, Miss Winston. I knew. That's where you're wrong, Mr. Greenfield. Entirely wrong. There are other ways of committing murder. I just wanted to feel the scarf tighten around your neck just for a moment. Get up. And I knew it was you. I just had to prove it. How did you know? That night I ran from the beach. I saw a woman at the edge of the woods. A woman wearing a white scarf like you're wearing now, Miss Winston. I followed you back to town, to your office. That's where the police were wrong. They were looking for a man, and all the time it was a woman. But they'll never know. After I kill you with a gun with which I killed the tiger, it'll be all over. There'll be no more strength. No, Miss Winston. You couldn't stop killing any more than you can stop breathing. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'll tell the police you tried to murder me like you did the others. And I had to shoot you in self-defense. After the gunshot, it'll all be over. Finished. I had to wait, Wallace, until you'd moved out of the line of fire. She's dead. Yes, well, just as she said, after the gunshot, it will be all over. Completely finished. Such a nice, creative ending there. I love it about these old radio plays, how they just, they'll have these plot twists like that. The least likely character will end up being the bad guy. So I just love that about these old radio plays. All right, well, I don't know of of any incarnations this play, um, any other places that this play has been represented in media over the decades. If you know of anything, uh, let me know. So um, I'd love to hear your comments, what you thought about the episode today. So send me an email at d-a-k-o-d-a-3-0 at gmail.com. No T in that email address. And also check out my other podcast, Superman Radio, where we are having a blast um, over there as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I will talk to you later.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.